Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Kaiju Weekly, uh, the weekly news show that talks about all the news in the world of giant monster movies. <laughs> and with me is the regular bunch of maniacs here. <laughs> We've got Michael. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> And also joining us is Danny Damana from Godzilla Novelization Project. Judge, jury, and executioner of this stream. Yay, oh, yeah, the squeaky is here. The squeaky hammer is back, folks. The squeaky hammer the squeaky is back. hammer. <laughs> King Ghidorah squeaky hammer supremacy. <laughs> Bully. Bully. Get used to hearing this incredibly not annoying noise a lot during the stream. Well, I may need your help on that because uh, news is a little light this week, so we will get into the news topics for this week, but since it is a little bit light to kind of fill out some of the time that we have, we're going to play a game. <laughs> I have organized a game for you guys oh to torture you with. So. <laughs> uh, and joining us... to torture you with, my dear. And join live, we have Robert Montserrat. Hello, Robert, hello, hello. Montserrat, bully, bully. Yes, Robert, yes, yes. We have Brendan from Autistic Yo. Lizard Productions, the YouTube oh, channel. Oh, Brendan, Brendan fellow, Brendan, yes, quite. <laughs> yes, yes. And yes. the queen herself, oh, Kaiju yes. Kim. Extra squeaky yes. hammers for Kaiju Kim, the queen. Oh, yes, yes, not everyone. I have arrived. Definitely. <laughs> we were worrying yeah. until we saw your comment. Now we're, I feel better. I feel better. Now all is right with the world. Yeah. And if you are joining us later on, either watching this as a replay on YouTube or listening to the audio on our podcast, we welcome you as well. Uh, so yeah. Are you guys ready to get into the news for today? Yes. Yes, quite. Danny, I will give you the honors this week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. You know what we have to do, and you know what we have to cue. Cue the beady beady. Any second now. Michael, you going to do it or am I, I going to do it? I swear it's oh. coming. I'll do it. Beady beady cued. Whoops. My We're always fighting over who's going to do it, and then when we finally realize, like, uh, anyway. <laughs> the BDBD has been cued. Twice now. Yes. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Punchy us? Nah. No way. What are you talking about? <laughs> Michael, Michael is a little slap happy after uh, almost like he spent <laughs> hours recording a podcast prior to joining us. Almost. 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 Uh, our top story is not. I promised myself when I woke up this morning that I would not die choking on a breadstick. Please don't <laughs> make me. Please don't make that me. That was the last one. I promised. That was the last one. That was the last well, you don't want to interrupt this, Michael, because <laughs> this is our top story. Hey. The physical copies of issue nine are here for Kaiju Ramen. Uh, so, yeah, we are 
so so happy to see this finally in physical form uh for anybody who has pre-ordered it the pre-orders will be going out soon i'm not exactly sure when i will get them out as soon as i can uh but i'm doing that all myself so you know it takes me a little bit of time but yeah just absolutely one of my favorite issues to work on we have our uh all the contents and everything here including contents. an article Contents. Yeah. Contents. On, contents. Let's contents. Contents. Uh, so, yeah, we have articles from uh, Nathan Marchand, our friend who's usually on here but couldn't make it this week. We have an article Lazy. from... We have an article from Brandon McClure, who usually is on here but could not make it. Uh, <laughs> we have an article from Dr. Sam Perrin, our friend from over in Norway. Uh, who's actually from Australia, but lives in Norway. Uh, we also have an article from Mr. Danny Damana. Mr. Yes, Danny Boy Damana. Danny Boy Damana, yes, indeed. Right, right. Oh, I had so much fun working on that article. That was a real treat. Yeah, and this this article, or this the whole magazine was really just a lot of fun to put together. Uh, we also have Artist Alley was John DeQuadros, who is a photographer uh who does a lot of figure photography he his handle is rip rocket uh rip rocket photography or rip rocket uh pics is on twitter at rip rick rip rip rocket pics sound, sound it out sound i know it's, it, it's hard to say words, words are hard. hard they are words is words hard. Are hard words are hard words is hard true Words is hard. Uh, so yeah, it's it's so it's all dedicated to Kong. Oh, there's also an article from yours truly. I forgot about me writing this about the oh, now yeah. defunct confrontation uh, uh, ride at Universal Studios. One of my favorite rides. Whenever I was a kid, going to Universal Studios. So yeah, we had a we had a lot of fun. There's a lot of great stuff in here, and uh, yeah. It was just, it's really great. If you love King Kong, you haven't picked it up, go to kaijuramanmedia.com. We still have them available on pre-order, so you can go ahead and pre-order, which will get to you as soon as possible. But uh, we're going to put them on regular order <laughs> as soon as I get onto the website and change that over. And But uh, supplies oh, are limited because we only do limited runs of our physical copies. So if you haven't, gotten it then make sure to get it because when they're sold out they are sold out and we will not do another run of them oh and by the way the cover art was from yours truly as well i did the cover art so uh yeah and we have a special preview of next issue which i'm so excited about oh the uh, next issue is going to be a banger the oh, next issue is going to be so good that oh cover. yes oh. not that this issue isn't great but next issue is going to be even better. <laughs> Kaiju Ramen can have two bangers in a row. Let's, like, yeah, we don't want to limit ourselves here. So, yeah. oh man. So, yeah, that's that's our that was our top story. So, now we can move on to the actual news. Uh, starting with a little bit of sad news. Oh, you already did it, Michael. Sorry, I, I was went to click on this thing. Um, but a little bit of sad news starting off. Uh, screenwriter Yukiko Takayama. Uh, who had been the screenwriter for uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla, right? That was the one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, she has passed away at age 83. She was the first female writer who was, like, completely wrote um, a Godzilla movie. There was a female writer, I forget her name, who worked on a previous one, 
but yeah. uh but son of godzilla uh, oh right right, right. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah but uh takayama-san worked on uh terror from godzilla and even some of her work went into the manga uh which was like kind of the unofficial sequel to the movie so uh really sad to see her go um she had was such a i a, a, a what am i trying to say she was she really very influential yeah very influential figure and to be the first woman to actually work fully as a screenwriter for a godzilla film is something that they're still trying to do more of like we still need to get more of so she really kind of broke ground in that way and was very groundbreaking in that way she's unique you know her and it, not just because uh, she was the first woman to tackle the whole script and is thus far the only woman to ever do so like write an entire one of these mm -hmm. films on her own uh, what she brought to that film is incredibly unique. I think she delivered what might be the best love story of the franchise. I think she delivered one of the most um, interesting, uh, likable, like to hate, like to love uh, casts of human characters we've had. Great villain, uh, a great tragic heroine. Um, mm -hmm. Wow. Just, yeah. I mean, the, the stuff that she's that she was able to accomplish in that one single film uh, especially considering how how trying some of the, the I mean the, the film industry at the time was rough. Big long story we don't need to get into, but she was a tremendous talent. And as you mentioned, she did. <clears throat> pardon me. If anybody out there has not read the Meister Titano unofficial sequel story that she did, uh, go mm. to Toho Kingdom. It's been it's there. It's been translated for free. Go read it. Um, just as much of Takiyama-san's work as you can ingest in English. Go do it. Um, in her in her honor and because it's really good work um but yeah she will be tremendously missed yeah yeah uh michael you want to say anything what is this terror of mechagodzilla you speak of in terror i know it's just uh, i like, think it was hang on it came out in like 1943 um, one of okay. the one of the worst film? films in the franchise oh, is that the one is oh, that the one oh. <laughs> Is that oh, the one yeah. with the bridge and the octopus and the and, and yes, the... that is yeah, yeah absolutely exactly. that that's ex exactly. exactly. Oh man, a lot of people in the <laughs> audience are ripping their hair out right now, Michael, um, <laughs> including <laughs> in, including someone we know who's not here. Oh, hey, Claude! Uh, yeah, he's gone. He, he's not paying attention. We can make fun of his favorite Godzilla movie while he's. Not it's here. true. We can. Yeah, we can. But I well, love. We, we got two people that's usually on our panel who's not here who have that as their favorite Godzilla movie, that's including true. including a very young gatekeeper who's sometimes very, here, Elijah, <laughs> who talks like this. Anyway, um. I it's 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 an incredible loss for the community. It's an incredible loss right. for 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 film and and uh, it's incredible loss. It's an incredible loss for the franchise. Period. Uh, to Danny's point, <clears throat> there was a lot of ground. There was a lot of a lot of ground that she broke uh, within mm -hmm. the within the franchise, especially. Um, and to and to your point, Danny. To your point. Sorry, Travis. To your point. Uh, we do need more female writers in the franchise. We've had a few, uh, less than what we would like, uh, but you know she will be sorely missed. And as much as I poke fun, I, I do adore Terror of Mechagodzilla. I wouldn't go as far as to say it's the best love story in the franchise. That belongs to Nick Adams and Miss Namikawa. Ooh, but, that's a good contender. Yeah. But mm -hmm. uh, but Terror of Mechagodzilla is a wonderful film, and like all jokes aside, I, I do appreciate her work on that. Yeah, and I would like a breadstick, Danny. 
It's the last one. You can't have it. Is that Little Caesars? <laughs> yeah, I, I had to change my dinner plan so I could make the stream. So I apologize. I know this is rude. If you see me eating breadsticks while we're streaming, it's I'm not, I'm not trying to be gross. I'm just Look, incredibly hungry. One of my favorite podcasts, there was an episode where one of the co-hosts ordered uh, waffles and ice cream while they were <laughs> recording and had it uber you know delivered to them um, uber eats delivered to it them does sound good then <laughs> so uh it, it like we are we are everybody knows how professional this whole setup is i don't know i would love talking. some i, don't know I would love some about. chicken and waffles i would love some chicken oh yes <laughs> uh so yeah uh i think uh i, I don't want to you know there's no, there's no point really dwelling too much on on uh takayama san's passing i mean you know we are in that era now where all of these ones who worked on some of these older films are starting to pass you know we've already yeah. lost quite a few of them and so it's sad to it's sad to see but their legacy that they left behind is is just absolutely unmatched by anyone so um but moving on to our next bit of news we have uh i, I think it was danny himself who called it last week so we last week we talked about srs we had, last week we talked about srs getting whale god uh and and releasing whale god and i mentioned because they they did say there was a couple of more uh kaiju kind of kaiju adjacent uh tokusatsu uh things that they were going to be releasing and they were going to announce very soon and i said what could they be and danny uh said well what about takashi Miike's great yokai war guardians which is the 2020 uh movie that that came out that was like a it was a sequel to the great yokai war from 2005 um and uh-huh i remember you and i talking about that back in 2020 yeah. when we were doing the shit when we were doing the the podcast more on the regular mm -hmm. um yeah i remember us talking about that yeah and so uh lo and behold like uh srs has announced now that uh takashi Miike's great yokai war guardians is the next one that they will be releasing uh i didn't see a release date on it on um, when they were going to be releasing so they haven't. Uh, I don't but, think they've announced that yet. There's not yeah, a date. There's not a yeah. date yet on it. No. no. Uh, but here, let me uh, let me pull up this. Hey. Here there he so. is, my beautiful yeah. man, Bujin, aka uh, Daimajin. So yeah, for anybody who I'm. It's not Daimajin, according yeah, there, to here it, here it comes. Here it comes. He's not. What here. is it? It's 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 a it's too or, long of a story. It's it's oh, it's or, it's. For, for all intents and purposes, yes, the character's name is is Bujin in this, the same name that he had in Daimajin Canon. Can, right, right, right. It's, right. it's, it's, come on. It's, it's Daimajin. Daimajin. It's, it's Daimajin. Daimajin. It's Daimajin. Let's yeah. call it. Yeah. It's Daimajin. Technic, technicalities being what they are. Yeah, sure. Maybe not, but whatever. It's, it's Daimajin. Daimajin. Look at him. Look at him. That looks He's like back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a, uh, you see, oh, no. Where is it? Where is oh, it? Spoilers. Oh, spoilers! Oh dear God! Spoilers. Avert your eyes, everyone! Don't look! Spoilers! spoilers. There it is. <laughs> hey, there. Again, uh, we are very professional. <laughs> we are. We are. You didn't see anything. See what? Yeah. Nothing. That's right. Diamond. Uh, yep. Diamond. Diamond. As a dot. Okay. Let's 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 take this in order. As a Diamond fan. Mm -hmm. As a yokai fan, as a big mm -hmm. fan of Takashi Miike's first great yokai war film, 
and as mm-hmm. a Takashi Miike fan in general, mm-hmm. this is I okay. This is this is super duper exciting. I have been chomping at the bit to see this film since it came out. Uh, I can't believe I haven't seen it. Um, typically, this is something I probably would have tracked down by now, gotten from Japan. It's just ke- I kept falling off my radar. Like I kept forgetting. Like oh, you know what? I, there isn't a sequel to one of my favorite tokusatsu movies starring one of my favorite tokusatsu characters directed by one of my favorite directors that i haven't seen yet oh yeah that's right and i I kept falling out of my brain hole so i yeah the fact that it's coming out now finally uh i don't have an excuse now is that (laughs) like i have yeah i've been so excited to see it that's what that's what's kind of been been my thing with it too is like it because it wasn't it wasn't getting a, a release a theatrical release here and we didn't have a a distributor over here yet for physical release uh the it just kind of disappeared off my radar because you know we weren't it, you know it's one of those out of sight out of mind you know we're not getting yeah. advertisements for it we're you know people in our circle are not talking about it because it's you know not anywhere where anybody can watch it so it just kind of disappeared unless you were in japan in 2020 when this movie was coming out and you saw the advertisements and stuff like that it just would kind of disappear um so i've i've always i like i i'm i won't say i'm a daimajin fan uh, definitely not to the extent that, that uh, danny is i Get do out. like the movies i do like the movies i'm just like not that die hard kind of you know fan, but i do like the 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 original movies um but yeah the thing that i remember when the trailer came out for this movie back in 2020 and one of the things that we discussed me and michael uh, on kaiju weekly at that time was the inclusion of so many different yokai uh some of them from from the you know yokai films uh from from Daie, uh the great yokai war and and then some some newer ones that were in the trailer and i remember that they had tanukis they had like an army of of tanukis <laughs> and i'm just i was just like yes because <laughs> i love tanukis they're great <laughs> so, so that was just something um but yeah michael what, what you have any other thoughts anybody else have any other thoughts I have never seen the original, so I am sorry. I'm a fake fan. Um, I have never seen the original. I want to see the original, but I'm very excited for this release. I will be grabbing this as soon as it's up, as soon as it's up for pre-order. Uh, this and the Well God when it comes. I think uh, Danny. I can't remember who. Who did we? Who was it? We were talking about this with. Was it you? I don't know if it was you and me or Travis or me and you or whoever. But there, SRS has a reputation for not having the best. So oh, yeah. when 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 movies like this come along and they get a hold of them for their catalog, it feels like a diamond in the rough, like a a diamond in a very rough <laughs> place. A diamond um, gene. A diamond. A diamond gene. In the room. In I tried. No, no, abort joke. Abort. Pond. It's not funny. <laughs> abort. 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 Uh, I tried. I tried. You get you you get what I'm saying. Like. SRS doesn't have the greatest reputation. So for them to get releases like Guardians and The Well God and um, How From Beyond the Fog, mm-hmm. stuff that has actual like good pedigree, stuff that's way, um, way better than what SRS deserves, <laughs> is really exciting for us collectors 
um, or for us fans, really, it's not just a collector's thing. It's a, it's a fan thing. We get to watch these movies that we wouldn't be able to see otherwise, unless like you, Danny, if I tracked it down on Baiyi or mm-hmm. Yahoo Japan or something like that. And, and like you, Travis, it just kind of fell off the radar. And I've been kind of revisiting my, my love of the Daimajin movies and yokai and things like that. You know, I bought a, a book the, a few weeks ago talking about Japanese folklore and myths um, mm-hmm. and kind of, kind of reading through that as well. So this is a really exciting release for a lot of fans and it gives more credibility to SRS's catalog. So hopefully they get other things outside of puppet shark or Turkey of the corn or whatever the devil it was the last yeah. time I saw on their site. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they do cater to a very specific, usually a very specific um, type of film. Collector it's the same. They, they cater to the same lowbrow audience that would go and watch the Winnie the Pooh slasher film. That's who they cater to. Yeah, they or, they or, are the modern day equivalent of the uh, small home video label that would release things directly to, to video stores mm-hmm. where you would get mm-hmm. these very backyard films shot on, you know, shot on film, uh, low budget, just, you know, some schlub uh, decides to make a, a film in his, in his backyard with his drunk friends, you know, like that, yeah. that kind of thing. And they, you know, there was no way you were going to get something like that in theaters back in the eighties and nineties. So they would distribute those things directly to video stores. And that's kind of what SRS does, except there's no middleman. Now they go right. find these films, these backyard films, these low budget films, and sometimes a real banger like whale God or hell from beyond the fog or, um, or Zilla foot. Zilla- <laughs> Well, that's easily the best of uh, Conga TNT. Conga TNT, man. Um, and then like stuff like that, or stuff like um, this this new the new one. I got this. I think it was last week. I got my copy of Armageddon, Armageddon Apocalypse King, and I haven't watched it yet. I saw that. (laughs) Uh, a little terrified to put that disc in. I don't know what's going to happen. My Blu-ray player might start levitating. I don't know, but um. (laughs) I, who knows? But like, there is definitely a difference in pedigree, like you said, Michael, between mm-hmm. something. Again, I haven't seen it yet, but I think I can be safe to say there's a difference in pedigree between Armageddon, Apocalypse <laughs> King, and uh, a Takashi Miike uh, yokai film. Oh, definitely. Like, that's oh, a, definitely. He, like so. They're expanding. It's not so much that uh, I'm happy to see them get to a point where bigger films like that are something that you would expect more from SRS cinema. Mm. I'm incredibly supportive of those guys. I've gotten every, every Kaiju release they've put out because I love what they do. I love the support they show to indie filmmakers, not just in America, mm-hmm. but people like uh, Shinpei Hayashiya. They started out their Kaiju line with uh, deep sea monster, Rego and Raiga. Right. Um, yeah. And they, they were the first people to give uh, Raiga versus Oga a home, a home video release. I mean, they, yeah, have championed these people and they've let these independent filmmakers from Japan bring their work over here. I, I remember when Hayashiya-san came to G-Fest and he brought 10 copies of Deep, Deep Sea Monster. I don't, I think it was Rego. Rego. He brought Rego with him. He brought 10 mm-hmm. copies because he didn't think anyone at the con was going to know who he was. And he packed that room because mm-hmm. we, of course we knew who he was and he was overwhelmed. And he said, he looked at everyone and he said in English, I'm sorry. <laughs> I only brought ten, um, and that's how I got my copy. I got number nine out of ten because I got in line fast. Wow! But I like it was a surreal moment replacing that DVD on my shelf with an official one, and mm-hmm. that alone, like SRS, you know, thank you. Like that's amazing. Yeah, supporting people. Uh, like, oh my gosh, Yoshikazu Ishii, 
I want to see more of his films come out. But I don't know. I'm rambling. But yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see them doing this. I'm, gl- I'm really glad. Yeah. And I was thinking because, you know, I mean, and we make fun of the some of the movies that they put out because, yeah, they <laughs> seem kind of trashy. But there's a place for that, you know, and, yeah, and like you trashy. said. This isn't this isn't asylum where they're like it's the they're obviously trying to bank on a on a bigger budget's name. This is like a small budget crew who want to make something and they're right. you know putting together and yeah, it, it's not to the quality of something that has a big budget studio behind it. And yeah, it is kind of silly, but it's nice that there is a place for that. Like like Daniel was saying, it's nice that there is a place is. that people who are wanting to be creative and create something, even if it is dumb and silly, that they at least have an outlet and that that, that they can produce that stuff with. And and so I like that. I'm I'm and I'm wondering if if SRS might be the direction that um I forget the the creator's name, but but the one that the big uh, the god brush um one, oh, the, of the gods. Yeah, Rush of the Gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the SRS may end up getting that and releasing that when it's finally made. I hope so. so. I backed the Kickstarter, and the Kickstarter has a DVD, but it's only apparently it's just a highlight reel of the visual effects. It's not the mm. whole film, so um, it wouldn't be a, like how I backed that Kickstarter, and I got a copy of the movie directly from Japan. So oh, wow. I have, so I, I have a copy right from the director of the movie. And it sounds like a brag. It's not a brag. It's anybody who backed the Kickstarter could have done that. It's not a brag. But um, I, that would be a move. I mean, I still got the SRS release to support them and make sure that they they got my money. Mm-hmm. But if Brush of the God comes out from them, oh boy. Yeah. Because that's yeah. shaping up to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I've been tracking it on on Twitter. You know, any kind of little updates that they have from it, they release out onto onto Twitter and and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been it's been really interesting to to see it getting put together so yeah so something like that could be released through srs so yeah we'll we'll see what what the because i think they said there was a there was still a couple of tokusatsu related things that they were releasing so we've got whale god we've got yokai war guardians mm. if, they, they, if there's at least one more they said they had two if i remember correctly yeah, i think, the, I the think these are their two i believe these yeah. are the two. Oh, there, was it two i think they had one com- more there's more coming in the so, future but they said they've got two Two big announcements coming up, and this was the the second. This one was the two. two. Okay, so for some reason that, I was thinking there was two more after. Oh, I wish. The whale god uh, was the one. Okay, okay. They, they'll come. Oh. They will release more eventually. And I have. I right. have, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put my prediction in now that Brush of the Gods is potentially a shoe in, because Daisuke Sato's involved <clears throat> with that film, and Daisuke Sato <clears throat> did Howl. So there right. you go. And my my next guess, and I'm hoping, 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 hoping that this happens is um, uh, Yuzo. Uh, Yoshikazu yes. Ishii's new film. Yes, 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 yes. yes, um, yes. Please, please. <clears throat> I love everything that guy has ever done. Attack of the Giant Teacher is required viewing. If you, if if you, if you inhale oxygen, just go watch it. You don't have to be a kaiju fan. Just go watch that movie. It's great. Yes, um, um, I want to see more. That Yuzo is the one that they made a whole beautiful new suit for. The mm-hmm. uh, what is it? The monster. The monster is like a blue. And- yeah, it's like a bluish yes. purple, and it has like yellowish spikes purple. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. It's a yeah, gorgeous it, suit. It all takes place in like a an apartment building like all the interior are in this apartment building and then the it was it was the one that Michael if you remember when we read the description of it it sounded just bat crap Bonkers. crazy. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. The, is that, is that the is that the one that that that's sh- like from a first person like a yeah. first person it's like a first person well, point of view of a monster attack? It wasn't it wasn't that it was more like 
uh, all the people in the apartment uh, all had something uh, going on. And it was like they each represented something about the person's psyche. And there was there his girlfriend broke up with him. And then it was like, I don't know. It was I remember it being very crazy. I can look up the description of it. But but like really the the tokusatsu is what i want to watch more than the the, the actual story i want to watch that the, that new Ow. suit um i would really like uh i would really like to see what's that one what to do with a dead kaiju mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. That to get a physical release somewhere uh and yeah. srs is an option so that would be in the united states anyway that's what mm-hmm. i mean yeah. um so yeah, there's some, some options. So if it, if uh, if uh, Rob is watching this stream, then <laughs> there's some options for you, <laughs> oh, Rob. Yeah, there's yeah. some ideas. Call is us. that is that is that the what to do with the dead kaiju? Is that the one where the dorsal that's spines Dick look Zilla. a little bit? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, Dickstroya, Dickstroya, yeah, that's Dickstroya, yeah. Dick His name has been. A, don't say it two more times, or he'll appear. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I do yes. have to ask since we since we do have a little since we do have a little time since the news is lighter this week. Which release are y'all most excited for? Whale God or Guardians? Oh, equal, but for two different reasons. I'm excited for Whale God. I've seen Whale God before. I adore Whale God. I've that, never seen Whale God. Either. It is. Oh, it's so good. I'm excited for two reasons for that one. One, to get a copy of it that's official and support it. And two, so that other people who haven't seen it can see it. That's why I'm excited about the mm-hmm. release. But I'm excited for Guardians purely selfishly because i want to see mm-hmm. it and i have never seen it so two different yeah. reasons for two different movies but um i'd say they're about equal for i don't think i could pick one i don't think i could do yeah it. i'm the same way with with whale god i'm glad that it's coming out because it gives me an opportunity who's never seen it to see it you know and other people who've never seen it but i am definitely more excited for uh guardians because i know what that's about at least you know and i know and i i've seen some of because like i haven't even seen i've never even seen clips of whale god like i don't know anything about the movie other than what i've been told from like you guys um and so but guardians you know i and i would love to talk to you danny about it when it comes out because either in a official youtube video capacity or just in you know in our personal everyday lives i would love to talk about because i know you've talked about how you've really studied about the yokai and and japanese Mm -hmm. uh kind of mythology around yokai uh and like michael said he's got a book now that he's reading on for me personally i i don't have I don't have necessarily an academic knowledge of yokai. I have more of a working knowledge about yokai is what I call it, working knowledge, because I know I know yokai more on how it's perceived by people, modern day Japanese people, not necessarily, mm. you know, the academic like long time history, but just more of like, you know, what your everyday Japanese person on the street might how they would view a tanuki or how they would view some of these other the kitsune and other ones yeah. like that. Um, which, which I don't know as much about. So if we compare mm-hmm. notes, we would, I, I would definitely learn something. That would be cool. I, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, we, ha- there's a, there's a Kitsune ramen and uh Kitsune, uh, yeah. Kitsune ramen. And there's a Tanuki uh, noodles because they, they have mm-hmm. dishes named after these, these yokai that yeah. are so, uh, uh, because they're just a, a big part of their mythology, but you know, what does the everyday person oh. think about them? Um, so yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. Uh, let's move on to the toys and collectibles. Well, well, we got, 
we had one more thing. We have cover. one more thing to talk about here. Yeah, we have one more uh, thing I mean, about. I mean, it was it was basically just saying that Shin Kamen Rider has been released. Uh, so yeah, and, yeah, and that's a big deal. I really yeah. like Common Rider. So uh, yeah. Shin Common Rider is has uh, you know has officially been released in the United States. Uh, my review of the of of the movie is going to be posted on the website very soon, kaijuramenmedia.com. You can see the. Oh, excuse me. You can see it scrolling down at the bottom. Uh, so you will be able to read that probably in the next day or so, because I know uh, um, Brandon's still working on getting it uploaded onto the website. So probably tomorrow it will be live on there so you can read my review. It is spoiler free. So if you haven't seen it yet, if you're going to that next showing that a lot of people are having, which is uh, Tuesday. Tom tomorrow or tomorrow? Tuesday? I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it's Tuesday because that's when I'm going. I'm going Tuesday. Well, I know some people have one tomorrow too, so it just—I guess it just depends on your theater. But oh. uh, I didn't know. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so they—they they, uh, the so if you go into that one and you want to read my review, you can read it without getting spoiled by it. Um, but yeah, uh, and then we're going to have a Hinchinman episode uh, on it that is going to be Nathan and my replacement on that podcast, Shane, um, who is uh, going to be news. talking. No, I, he's been on there. He's He's been on the, right, the but, podcast. Well, why aren't you on that episode? You're the common writer expert. Yeah. Because man. we couldn't Nathan's, work out schedules to record. Nathan's not the common writer expert. Nathan doesn't know jack about common Look, writer. Look, okay, honestly, I don't want to be on the same podcast talking about Shin Common Writer with Nathan because Nathan has opinions and <laughs> and our opinions differ. No, no, really, honestly, it was it, we couldn't work out schedules because uh, I, I have busy. opinions. I have opinions. There it is. He does. He does. Trust do me. When we were coming, when we were coming, when I was coming home from the movie theater, uh, I called him to uh, find out what he thought of it, and I ended up sitting in my driveway for a while to to listening to his opinions. Um, yeah, he Oscar! 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 He also, tried. He out. tried uh, calling me after the stream. I um I didn't notice his call. <laughs> but you know, really, know. honestly, the truth is that we just couldn't work out schedules because uh, Shane was going to be on it anyway, and and so Nathan was trying to work out the three of us to be on there. And I said, "Well, my review is going to be posted on the website, so everybody can see what my review is. I don't need to be on the Henshin Man episode to you know also anyone, just repeat it." And for anyone, we keep saying Shane, but for reference, Shane is one of the voice actors for mm -hmm. the Power Rangers audio drama through Scyther Media, or through Scyther Podcasting. Yeah. So that's yeah. why. And Shane is a huge... I think Shane is the... Shane, Shane is one of the co-creators of the Common Writer audio yeah, drama. Yeah, the Masked Writer. The Masked Writer, that's right. The Masked yeah. Writer audio drama. He's one of the co-creators of that. Yeah, which spun off of the Power Rangers one, just yeah. like the Masked Writer did back mm -hmm. when, you know, Saban did it. Uh, back in the day, um, only this time it's more success successful. <laughs> also, also shout out to Brandon. We don't get we don't we don't tell Brandon how much we love him for keeping the website up to date. Yes, yeah, Brandon. Brandon works really hard in keeping up with everything that goes on on the website. So if you have any problems with our website, blame Brandon. If you like our website, also blame Brandon. <laughs> yes, oh, but just remember, regardless, 
Blame Brandon. Blame Brandon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like South Park. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Blame Brandon. Blame Brandon. Okay. On to toys and collectibles. Yes. Woo. Now we're cooking. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Oh, yeah. All right. Toys. Michael, you, you're going you're gonna to take over from here or you need me to do it? Uh, I need you to do it. Just There's only two items. So I, there's only two items. So I'll, I'll okay. do it. I'll, um, I'll talk and then you show the thing. Okay. You show the okay. thing. If you can do it. Okay. All right. You show the thing. You show. I'm doing a lot of hand things right now. Uh, you show. Uh, wax on. Wax on. <laughs> uh, and hi to Jane Meyer uh, for joining us in the chat. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jane. Hello. Hi there, Jane. It's good hi to there. meet you. Good, good to see you. see you in the chat. Thanks for joining us. Okay. First bit okay. of toy and collectible news. Dagra. 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 Bring it up. I, uh, I am, see it. I'm working. I'm working. Do it faster. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, Do it faster. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I can't so get over this thing. I can't get so over this So excited. Thing. This Okay. So this is probably the top story within collecting news is this uh, premium Bandai, do, um, not Dogara, uh, Degarla. Degarla. Yeah, yes. Not, not yes. Dogara. Dog, not Dogara. Degarla. Uh, yes. So... This, if anyone's not familiar with this kaiju, this is from Rebirth of Mothra. Dose. One, two, dose. 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 I don't really care for those movies, so I'm getting it all mixed up. Um, <laughs> Sad. Come on. <laughs> but this is a gorgeous figure from Premium it Bandai. It really is. I can't this get it. Okay. Gorgeous figure. Danny, come on, man. I know you love those movies. Like, I'm, I appreciate those movies for what they are, but. You love those movies. I am I am an unapologetic Rebirth of Mothra trilogy uh, connoisseur. It's my raw. And mm -hmm. so about a million years ago, uh, when I was still in my early 70s, I really wanted to million? get... Yes, in my, in my mind only, in my 70s. Oh. Um, okay, I grew up with the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy. I The second one was the first one I saw. I saw the first one, the second before I saw the first one. And oh, wow. I got it because as a kid, I thought that was Godzilla's head sticking up out of the water on the tape. Ah, um, and okay. I had no yes. idea. I had no idea. Like I had no clue. The and I bought this switch. thing and I'm like, what is this monster? I fell in love with D D Dagara immediately. Dagara, Dagarla. Mm -hmm. It can be said both ways. It's Dagara in Japan. The dub calls him Dagarla. It's 601. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm, people will try to correct you either way. Don't listen to them. Say it however you want. They're Both of them are fine. But when I found my first Dagara toy, my figure, it was one of those uh, little, it's about a four and a half inch long candy Bondi figure. It's mm -hmm. the, the only vinyl that was available at the time the film came out. It was packaged wow. in a blister card with um, a, an Aqua Mothra, I believe. Somebody ah, correct me if so. I'm wrong. Because uh, there were a couple so. of sets that came out. There was one with a Rainbow Mothra and a, a Gogo and a, um, or Gorgo. They, met, they said that one weird too. Uh, and I think there might've been a fairy in there. I don't remember, but all I know is there were a couple of these blister packs and this was one of the monsters that came with it. And I freaked out. It was only about, really about, you know, like five inches long. He wasn't huge, but enough that I could say I had a Dagara figure. Thank goodness. I finally had one. I didn't, I, I never thought that any of the monsters from those three films would get the kind of love that has obviously been poured into this version because exactly. Oh, this is wow. So beautiful. It's, I mean, that it's so beautiful. Who knows I if it's think... going to look like this when it ships. This is the nice, pretty version they take pictures of. But P-Bandai, -Band, they usually follow through pretty well. Their, their mudos yeah. are works of art. 
Their mudos are beautiful. Uh, I have a feeling this is going to look awesome when it releases, and I I can't I cannot get over this thing. It's just it's it looks like an X plus. I thought it was an X plus when they dropped it. So yeah. for the scale, for scale wise, we're looking at something that's like when uh, 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 Travis find me the picture of when he's on when it's on all fours. <clears throat> dun, 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 that one. You mean, all, you mean both? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So from from foot to nose, it's six inches tall. Right? Am I am I correct, Danny? I believe I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Oh. So that's about six. That's, that's a, about that's a five, five and a half. Is that right? Five and a half, six inches. Yeah, yeah. that's about five and a half, six inches. So this is so going to be a long one. It's going to so be a long figure. Um, yes, it's 46 centimeters long. God. So Jeez. For, for a point of reference, this is a six inch Bandai Green Ranger. It is this on its four, on its hind legs, on its four legs. It is this tall approximately, right? But it's going to be almost ten inches long. It's going to be, beautiful. it's going to be a big figure. This is going to be a, a big yeah. figure and a beautiful representation of this kaiju. Um, I'm excited to to get it. I have not placed my pre order yet. I want to place my pre order because the price tag on this is about what you would expect for premium Bandai, um, which is a okay, hundred and go. Go say? ahead. Oh, the price tag on this guy is $142 USD. So if you okay. so so if you get um our, a couple of our a couple of our friends from Monsters of Attitude, um uh Joe Myers of Married with Kaiju and Eric Stolp of Bearded Kaiju Unboxing Reviews, uh they've already ordered theirs and with shipping it was $162 is what they told me. And they got theirs from Zen Market. So if you get a Zen Market account, they carry a lot of premium. You can have access to a lot of premium Bandai stuff. That's how they got theirs was through I, Zen Market. I've got I got my last uh, P Bandai figure direct from their web shop. I think is there a? I might have to reach out to one, one of those guys and see what the price difference is, or or I could just Google it myself. I'll just Google yeah. it myself. <laughs> what am I talking about? But I won't plug those all. Guys. But all things considered, that's not a terrible price tag for a P Bandai. Not no, really. Yeah. It's I mean it's it's pricey, but I mean it this is about as close to X plus as you can get without it being an X plus. This is also this feels, this feels how like many times you're gonna get a like Dagara. Uh, yeah, Dagara in this this form. That is so. That's what's getting me. So uh, I know I noticed that Michael did not ask me uh, anything about my opinions on this. Um, well, that's okay. I didn't. Uh, I, I just automatic. I'm sorry, Travis. I just automatically default that you don't collect things. So I don't usually collect things. I don't. I don't collect a lot of things anyway. I will say that I don't collect a lot right. of things. But this. This is something I'm actually considering getting. Uh, like I'm, I'm actually if I if I can find the money, you know, in enough time to pre-order it, I will. Um, this because I do like I'm like Danny. I like the Mothra films. Um, I for some strange reason because I I recognize they're not the highest quality films in the world, but I do do uh, really like those films. And when I was a kid. Um, I, let's see, I must've been, well, I must've been in my early teens. So I must've been about 13 or 14 years old. Uh, I found a 
I'm guessing it was Bandai. Some people can correct me because it's been so long I don't even remember. But I found a Rainbow Mothra figure. But it wasn't it wasn't like, you know, your like high end things. It was, you know, kind of on the cheaper side of of your plastic ones. But seeing that I was like I had never seen up to that point Mothra in those colors. I had never, you know, and I didn't know anything about Rainbow Mothra. I didn't know anything about these movies. And uh but I held on to that for a very long time. In fact, I, I probably like lost it only until I was like maybe in my 20, early 20s was when I finally lost it. So, I mean, I held on to it for a good while. And and so I've always kind of had a fascination with these these movies. Uh, and so when I finally got to watch them, I was like, oh, that's Rainbow Mothra. That's the, what, the toy I had when I was younger. And And so... The fact that we're getting this and it is such a well-made figure from though from one of those movies, it's so like I, I just can't I can't believe it. I can't believe that they're putting that much effort into something from those movies because it's just like wow. So yeah, this is something that even I'm considering getting. <laughs> in in terms of scale, it's probably gonna be closer to this. Mm. Hmm. It's probably going to be a little bit closer. I was trying to find something in similar scale. So this is the uh, Titanic Creations um, Titanicus uh, that I picked up at AMA. And it's about, I would say this is about five and a half, six inches tall. Uh, it's approximately about nine or so inches long, I would say, from, from horn to tip, from horn to tail tip. So this is probably what you're going to be expecting when you get this in box. Hopefully, it's probably going to be slightly bigger, too, because of the tail extending further out. But it's mm -hmm. expect something about this size in terms of scale. Uh, wouldn't you yeah. say, Danny? Something like that. It, probably a, a little bit longer, like you said, but that seems about fair. Also, Oscar mm -hmm. here. Um, chances are, Travis, uh, the figure he's referring that. to here is the one that you had. That's um, what I was just fixing to say. Yeah. I was like, I think that's the one that I was, uh, I had, but yeah, it, it just, I remember having that and, you know, cause, cause at the time I got it, like I had seen all the Heisei Godzilla movies and, and so, you know, I, I, I had seen every Godzilla movie that I knew of that existed at that point, you know, as far as I knew. And I'm like, what is this? I've never seen this before. And so, you know, it's like, and then finally getting to watch those, these movies, the, the Mothra uh, trilogy was such a like, Oh wow. That's where that came from. And so, yeah, I have a lot of nostalgia and a lot of love for those movies, even though uh, I know they're not quality wise, they're not the greatest films in the world, but you know, I'm, my love for Mothra is undying. Um, <laughs> as is mine. As is mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm I'm excited that this is coming. Uh and as a sidebar, it does come with a little go-go figure. Is it, it does. Go go or Gorgo? Go go or Goro? Well, it's it's go it's go go in Japanese, but the dub calls him Gorgo. Speaking of Titanic creations. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. yeah. They actually call him Gorgo. So it's in Japanese, it's it's Gogo and um Dagara, but in the dub it's Gorgo and Dagarla. Um yeah. I didn't I, grab me, the image I, of the little go-go figure. Um because uh, I just when I was in a hurry trying to grab everything for this for this week's episode. So, but there, there. If you go to kaijubattle.net uh, and you look for this uh, figure, the the dog uh, Dagara figure. Uh, if you look, if you click on it and you go down, they have a bunch of images, and one of them is the GoGo -Go figure uh, with to show you know what it's going to look like, approximately. Uh, so 
for anybody who's interested in checking that out too. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. So yep. for the next little bit of news, looks like we're gonna be getting some. Uh, what is it Pacific Rim? Some yeah, Pacific Rim an- yeah some are. Pacific Rim anniversary oh, yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't, ten years, you guys. It has been ten years. Ten since years. Pacific Rim. How we have been alive too long. <laughs> oh, no, that I, is not what I, I wanted. I made it through most of my life without like feeling not. I don't feel old. I feel older. And this is making mm-hmm. me feel older. Um, yeah. How has it been a decade since Pacific Rim? How is it that this movie is 10 years old and the visual effects look better than most CG now? I know. How? I know. Like, I it, say the it, same it, thing it, about Jurassic Park. Like, Jurassic Park is still yeah. looks beautiful. Like, it's the same thing mm-hmm. with Pacific Rim. These are cool. I'm glad. So, this, these are uh, DST, yes? These are mm-hmm. Diamonds to Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad that they're still so, putting these out because they have done good with their Pacific Rim stuff in the past. So I'm going to read the description directly from kaijubattle.net. Um, it, sa- it says... Um, Shout out. Pacific Rim, yeah. Specific Pacific Rim 10th Anniversary Deluxe Action Figure Box Set. Uh, this is going to be an SDCC exclusive. Of course so, it is. So keep, so keep <laughs> yeah. that in mind. So keep that in mind. Collectors, collectors love the word exclusive, but we also hate it at the same time. It just mm. makes our job of it just makes our job of getting it that much harder. So uh, a Diamond Select Toys release return to the return to the Pacific Rim with the all new box set, inclu- uh, celebrating the film's 10th anniversary, featuring a battle damaged version of the original Gypsy Danger and a uh, shakedown te- and a, and a shakedown ke- test colors version of Gypsy Danger Avenger. This action figure set pack. Uh, comes in a two pack with a shat- with shattered dome packaging and multiple interchangeable parts. Uh, it is limited to only 2,000 pieces um, designed and sculpted by big shot toy big shot toy works. The retail price is $70 USD. it will re- and it will re- and it will release cuter- uh, quarters I can't talk tonight guys words are hard. Um, quarter good, three of, of 2023, and you can order this directly from Diamond Select Toys. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. They I are. have I have all of uh, the uh, uprising stuff that they put out um, when 2018. Oh my gosh, that's been five years on its own. What is happening? Yep, I know. No man, <laughs> a flat circle. Time is. Um, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous, but yeah, these are great. These are these are really really good. Um, you know why it feels so like yeah. it's so long ago? That's because 2019 was like three years. Like just that's, it, that's it's exactly right. 2019 just stayed for like three years. <laughs> See, the thing is, it's, I'm having the opposite problem. Is 20, 2019 and 2020 felt like they lasted simultaneously, very fast and very very slow. But I don't feel like 2013 was that long ago. In right. my head. I feel like I just went and saw this movie in the theaters like five or six years ago. Oh, I know. But, but I didn't. I saw I it know. 10 years ago. And I, I've lived yeah. in like three different places since then. <laughs> I can't, oh my gosh. I can't, I can't believe it's been, it's been that long. And in, in the grand scheme of things, it isn't that long, but a decade is a right. pretty solid milestone for mm-hmm. anything. I mean, that's, 
that's that's crazy cool. I mean, I remember when, when NECA announced their toys, and I got all those. And there's still a huge diehard fan base mm -hmm. for, for those two movies. There yeah. was, we were supposed to get three, but we ended up with only two, and then we got wow. the anime later. But like, there's still a diehard fan base for uh, this movie in particular because a lot of people say that this is what kicked off the kaiju boom way before 2014 came along. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm in complete accordance with that. Um, prior to this, really after 2005, things were very spotty. The occasional Japanese comedy or parody film, uh, Cloverfield, it, random little things like that that you can count. Uh, but this was the movie that arguably inserted the actual word kaiju into the English lexicon mm -hmm. officially and let it stick. Yeah, uh, this was this was the beginning of people kind of picking their ears up a little bit with this genre. And then Godzilla locked it in in kind of the same way that um, shows like Kamen Rider and Spectre Man really kind of started people getting back into kaiju and superheroes in the early 70s. And then a return of Ultraman and then uh, Godzilla versus Hedera really locked it in more so Ultraman than Godzilla. But, you know, mm -hmm. the Kamen Rider and a couple of other Toei shows and then P Productions with Spectre Man walked so that those later things could run and then obviously spinning mm -hmm. off from all that you get an entire decade mm -hmm. of superhero shows so this is really the the uh the bookend for the period of time that we are still mm -hmm. in 10 years later you know mm -hmm. it's um you know it could be yeah. argued how much or how little influence it had over the monster verse and all that stuff but uh the fact is it is the bookend and we don't have another bookend yet for the shelf it's right. still going my yeah. metaphors, I'll tell you what. Well, well, that's what I was I was thinking because you were talking about like it kicked off the kaiju boom that we have. And and because prior to that, we would get a few here and there. And you can say Cloverfield was one of those, you know, and everything. But since this movie came out, since Pacific Rim, there's been consistently new kaiju media coming out in America mm -hmm. si ever since this movie came out, you know, yeah. minus, you know, a little bit of a break here and there. But but pretty much consistently and and so yeah we are still going through that and and we're still you know we're getting another godzilla versus kong sequel you know godzilla x kong now and stuff so it is still going uh we got the you know the the kong anime that's coming you know all these stuff that's still going but pacific rim is the one that kind of kicked it all off um so before we get before we go any further, I know this is only when I'm talking. It's not when Danny's talking that Michael acts like this. It's only when what? I'm talking. What? I did it. Oh come on! I heard you, Travis. I heard you. I heard you. Quick shout out to our friends uh, Joe Myers at Married to Kaiju, part of the Collecting Wolf Pack. Nice to see you, buddy. Also, Eric Stolp. It's good to see you, bud. We were just talking about you. All good things, sort of, maybe. I don't know. Um, but you're right, Travis. You are right. This is the, the Pacific Rim is what kicked off the kaiju boom in terms of it, in terms of consistently getting something every year or every couple of years. And Danny, like you also pointed out, this is the movie that put the word kaiju into the American lexicon, whereas the word kaiju would probably only be known to a very niche audience mm -hmm. yeah for yeah. sure so, so so these these figures are are don't just represent you know 
the the figures, the movies themselves, but it represents a big deal within the kaiju community. So you can imagine that they're going to be a sought after item, even though they are SDCC exclusive. Yeah, I have uh, the 2013 SDCC exclusive um, end credit Jaeger box set where they took the NECA. Oh, I'm bigger again. They took the. Um, That's what she said. That there it is. I set him up and he hit me. Home run there. There it is. Ever <laughs> anyway. Anyway. The, the um I don't know if you guys Travis, have seen Travis them. hates that phrase. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen these, but um, just on the show because uh, they're trying to be family friendly. Oh man. The uh they're basically it's the NECA Gypsy Danger, it's the NECA Crimson Typhoon and Striker Eureka painted a glossy metallic black to look like the versions of them that you see during the end credits of the first movie. Mm. And dude, those are beautiful. And the only reason I got those is my comic book shop at the time, uh, which uh, unfortunately did not survive the pandemic. Um, so they did not make it the full 10 years uh, with me. I survived 10 years. They did not, but they got it in and I was able to get it. So uh, they, actually there's an, an interesting history of SDCC and Pacific Rim. They've, ten they've tended to put out some cool stuff. And this looks like a nice continuation of that. Uh, I might just get them. I might just get them. I'm just insane. Danny, uh, Danny, if you ever make it up this way or over this way, I think it's over. Uh, I'll take you to the same comic shop that I took Travis to when Travis was here. Oh, God. Because yes. they had a lot of Pacific Rim stuff as well. Yeah, they did. Yes, they I'm, did. I'm into it. I'm into it. That place was dangerous to take out. <laughs> I just was like, oh man. Because it's like it's a used bookstore plus oh, new no. bookstore plus comic book store plus collectible figures kind of thing. It's like just no. like it's everything all in one. And it was just like my mind is going nuts. So I don't know what to do. You cannot <laughs> put me into a building like that, Mr. I, that, that's what I said. <laughs> that is that is DEFCON 1 right there. That is as yeah. high a DEFCON as you can possibly get. I will release you and watch the chaos <laughs> unfold watch my i am the chaos bringer thrill as his bank account dips into the negatives um <laughs> just wait you can tell wait. i'm a little i'm still a little bit loopy from having to deal with nate no you're me. hiding it pretty well honestly we can't really yeah know. yeah we, we can hardly hardly tell uh <laughs> well so i guess that does it for toys and collecting. actually i have i have a oh. an emergency toy addendum i want to throw up um, i don't okay. know how oh, <laughs> a toy addendum. addendum. A kaiju weekly okay. toy addendum. So as of okay. right now, I don't know how many are left. I haven't seen an update that says they're all sold out. But as of oh. today, you know oh. with this, Michael. Yes, I know. YM YMSF has put up for pre-order, limited pre-order, their open-mouthed Orga figure. And oh, it's gorgeous. Yes. It's beautiful. Um, um, it is yeah. amazing. I don't, I mean, I don't have pictures for it. This was just something that I I I didn't see on the list. I'm like, this must be mentioned, but uh, Fumiyaki Kawakame, who runs YMSF, for anybody who doesn't know, does these wonderful limited licensed figures of like versions of kaiju and or entire kaiju that you just don't see anywhere else that Bandai doesn't usually touch. And he has sculpted this absolutely astounding open mouthed, the gross, oh, there it is. This ah, just yes. the open mouthed, icky uh, organizer G1 eating Godzilla version of Orga. This is a figure that I that he is te he teased years ago as he is oft one to do. You'll usually see molds and sculpts for YMSF years. I mean, before he releases them. I, I have a couple of sculpts I've been waiting on him to do for 
five, 10 years now, but they're, they take so much time. He does everything himself. He does everything himself. So these are real artist pieces and they're gorgeous. And you won't find like Bondi never put out an orga that looks like this. So YMSF is great for filling in your gaps. There's his uh, Kumanga. Bondi won't do Kamanga. They, they might now. They're starting to do weirder stuff. But as of now, they haven't done one. But there it is. Uh, as of this morning, it went up for pre-order. And uh, as of a few hours ago, he had less than 10 left. This thing sold pretty fast. I haven't seen a message that says it's sold out. It might be by now. But it's I'm worth wondering. it. It's it's worth oh. reaching out. So how you get this is you, uh, you, you get on Facebook. It's the only way to do it. You get on Facebook and you send the YMSF page a personal message on Messenger you say, I'm interested, and he'll send you the rest of the info. Um, I have been on a super-duper mega-ultra Uber biatus, and I haven't bought anything. I caved and bought this. And with um, the, the conversion rate, he accepts it. He only accepts yen only via PayPal. But with the conversion rate and the shipping and a little bit of extra tax, it cost me about 110 bucks. Oh, um, that's not bad. No, oh, it's man. not bad at all. It's not bad. Oh, okay. With never mind. With the PayPal fee, it was 119, 120, 120 bucks for this. That's still not. Yeah, uh, it's still not bad. bad. It's a beautiful figure. Um, and even if this version is sold out, chances are he will do other production runs. I can almost guarantee you he will re-release it in alternate color schemes. He might do translucent versions later on. So even if you missed wow. this one, you haven't necessarily missed it entirely. But if you have a Facebook and you want this sucker. Uh, shoot him a message and say, I'm interested in Orga. He'll send you the rest of the information. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to let this go by without mentioning that because I have been pumped for this thing. If you're including when I saw the prototype, probably three or four mm -hmm. years. If you're including for as long as I've wanted one of these, 23 years. And, uh, and, so usually, and he usually has a presence at G-Fest. So if you're going to yes. G-Fest, these might be, G-Fest, these might be, might be, maybe, these might be. It, I I wouldn't count on it though. If you want it, I would say get it now. Uh, if you if you're yeah, on the you know a little on the edge, wait for G Fest. Um, is it pre order only? It is. They are done, and so when we, when he sells out of them, and again, last I checked, he has less than ten. They will. He told me I'd have mine in a week from today. So oh, wow. I don't I don't know okay. if that's necessarily right. going to happen but um he said i'll have it out to you in a week so these are already done apparently well, they're pre-packaged so they'll a be small, a small and parcel Michael, from japan usually probably takes about a week that's yeah this isn't this isn't a giant figure this is in the six oh. inch scale right. sorry uh air um you Travis, can do it. I there you go. I, I cut you oh, off. No, I was just going to say, and so Michael and and Eric and all them in the in the chat can probably uh, correct me on this, but but we don't usually get this version of Orga. Like like the only versions I can think of it that's in in figure <sighs> form is usually the regular Orga form before uh, mm -hmm. the mouth thing, except for a defo reel. I remember they did a defo reel that was the open mouth one, but that was like the yeah. only one that I know of. And I'm not right. really connected into it, so I was just going to see what if if I'm if I'm correct in thinking that there is a there was a defo reel put out by X Plus a few years ago. It was like I, yeah. 2018 or 2019. It was pre-pandemic. I know that. Um, I think it was 2019 to coincide with the 20th for the movie. And to yeah, the I remember yeah. covering it on the podcast. Outside of that, Eric, you're my kit guy. Um, if you hear me. Tell it there, there, there has to be a. There's some model there kits as well. He's on it. Model, Eric right, there has to be a model kit. I was gonna say there has to be a model kit of this open mouth version. Oh, okay. Um, okay. 
but yeah, but, as far mono, as, but mono kits are not the easiest thing to get, you know. Right. But, so this would be the as, most as far as figures go. So I, I was just you know highlighting how how rare this kind of thing would yes. be. Yeah. Uh, kind of you know just to add a little emphasis to that. Uh, Kim, I am right there with you. I want to go yes. and rewatch Godzilla 2000, my favorite Godzilla film. So I, mine I too. definitely mine too. I'm a sucker for it. I love it. Yeah, I love it so much. Just, yeah. Absolutely. So want to yeah. go watch that movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt I felt I must bring this up because I know we have some Godzilla 2000 peeps watching. I know uh, I know Kim loves that movie. Uh, I messaged a friend earlier today. Uh, the the I can safely say is the the world's number one Orga fangirl. and I said pre-order this, pre-order this. Um, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read i read michael's lips he knows who i know you, so i was taking a drink i i, I didn't want to i want to mute myself but i know who you're talking about Dave. yes yes kaiju artist extraordinaire daikaiju danielle um follow her on twitter for awesome art by the way uh but she and i have been friends for literally ever and um she and she and i have bonded over orga over the years because we're both big fans of godzilla 2000 and so i messaged her and i said it's coming it's coming <laughs> it's this coming it's coming out you got to get this thing you know Kim, yeah. whatever you want whenever Literally, you i want. will i will i i will make time for that are you kidding me kaiju ramen plus, kaiju ramen plus. Ooh, kaiju ramen plus. uh i guess that's a good segue into into something cuz i did mention uh last week that we would kind of give some some uh announcements about uh what we're what we're planning on doing as far as like a a subscription service for the magazine for kaiju ramen uh so uh we're not going to uh, like it's not going live anytime soon but we are planning on at least for the time being, we are thinking about doing a Patreon and having a Patreon uh, set up for Kaiju Ramen Media. And if you subscribe to the Patreon at certain tiers, you will get either a digital copy of every magazine or a physical copy, depending on what tier we have um, done. And along with that, we're trying to put together a bunch of bonus content, including maybe some watch parties, maybe some, you know, watch alongs with, with all the people that usually do Kaiju ramen. Um, along with that is like a newsletter that shows behind the scenes and, and kind of what's coming up uh, the chance to vote on what topics we're going to be covering in the magazine coming up and, and on podcasts, uh, special podcasts that will only be available to Patreon supporters. That's the kind of stuff we're thinking about. Uh, we want, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there uh, to see if anybody's watching this either live, watching this later or listening to this uh, reach out to us um, at Kaiju underscore ramen on Twitter. Let us know what you think about that, because that's that, that, from our point of view, that is what has worked out the best uh, for us, or at least that's what we think is going to work out the best for us. Uh, but you guys can give us some some uh, comments on that, what you think of, of that, a Patreon style uh, or, or through Patreon doing a subscription service that way uh, instead of your typical subscription service just because where we're trying to find the best way and the best route to take and, and Patreon seems to be something that oh, a lot of people trust. Okay. Oh, oh Kim. Yes. 
Oh, we will. We will take yes. your. We will take all of your money. <laughs> no, no, Kim, money. Kim, you will also get all of our money too because Kim is a fantastic video editor, and we are going to be probably using you for some of our bonus content that we're talking about putting together. So uh, you're going to be taking our money too. <laughs> She's in uh, the money. Yeah, so so that was just a quick announcement. But like I said, give us give us some feedback on that. What you think? Because I, I'm we're willing to we're able, uh, we're looking at launching if we're going to do the Patreon thing. Unless you know we get enough feedback that says don't do this, don't we don't like this idea. We're we're probably going to launch it sometime at the end of this month, or or probably the beginning of July is when it would be. Um, uh, in in uh, at the beginning of July, yes, Kim. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll case, talk. Uh, we'll talk about that, Kim. We'll yeah, in, in that case, my membership should be free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, now I think since we're, I mean, we're at an hour, so we are, we are, we're you. We had more to talk about this week than we thought, but we can get into the game that I have set up for you guys uh so michael danny oh. hello michael i want to play a game and danny <laughs> i didn't hear my name in there i think i'm exempt <laughs> this was a leftover from back when we were we, when it was just me and michael doing the podcast <laughs> So, would you like to play a game? <laughs> With the release of Shin Kamen Rider, directed by Hideaki Anno, I decided that, and I don't have any graphics for this, this was kind of a thrown together thing that I did, I decided to put together a game that I like to call The More Anno. Oh god. <laughs> so this is a game where I'm going to list out a movie... A movie title and you guys get to tell me and you can work either as individuals or as a team so it's up for you guys to decide uh get to tell me if it's from Hideaki Anno's filmography or another film filmmaker so basically is it Anno or uh, yes well this is not fair because <laughs> this is not fair this is the puns this is not fair to be to be honest this is not fair because Danny is a bigger Hideaki Auto fan than I am. So this is this You is might be surprised, fair. Hamilton. We'll, we'll see how this bad I do fair. with this. All right, fine. And, I, and, and uh, viewers who are watching us live, you have a you ha you can put in your answers. I'll give you a chance to put in your answers uh, too, so you can play along. But also, I'm giving you the responsibility of helping me keep track of scores because I am notoriously bad at keeping track of scores uh, for these things. You know what? In the spirit of friendly competition, I challenge you to a duel. Uh, okay. I accept your terms, Kaiba. So should I just put this game away and let y'all fight it out? Or Yes! <laughs> it's time to duel! Duel! Yeah, but I, as long as I get to be Joey. Can I be Joey? <laughs> I gotta believe in the heart of the cards, Michael. You get gotta believe in the heart of the cards, Yug. Yug. Yo, you, my red-eyes black dragon, yeah, Yug. grew up in the 2000s, too. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're the four-kid generation, Yug. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. Okay. I can read your mind, Travis boy. 
I can read. <laughs> I know everything you're thinking and every move you make. Someone kicked this guy out of the. Out of the chair. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh. Michael's just salty. He doesn't know the references that we're making. So, uh, <laughs> moving on. All right. First movie. We're going to throw you a softball here. Love and Pop from 1998. Love and Pop. Is it Ano or Ayes? Which it's kind of weird because it's like. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes because I recognize the name of the movie, but I have no idea if it's his or not. I really don't, but I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna okay. say yes, but I don't know. I've never heard of this movie. We're wrong. Just wait. Just wait. All right. Both of you are correct. It is okay. Anno. Oh, that is where I heard it then. That is where I heard it. Okay. Thank goodness. It is okay. from it is from 1998. It is about a high school girl who engages in compensated uh, compensated dating in order to buy an expensive ring before the day ends. It is uh, it, it uh, compensated dating was a thing that that still goes on, but was definitely a big deal that was happening to young people, underage girls in Japan. So it's it's not not like a happy go lucky type no, film, but this does not sound so, like a pleasant watch. Yeah. So is 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 compensated dating? Is oh, that no. a euphemism for something else? I mean, no. That's what that is the word that they, that they use in Japanese. Okay. Uh, that yeah. is what they call it. But yes, it is. It is um, okay. what okay. you're thinking. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we get it. All right. Okay. So Ew. this next one, I feel like Danny's going to have kind of an advantage because I feel like Danny's probably seen this movie. Shin Godzilla. <laughs> Shin Godzilla. Genesis <laughs> uh, Evangelion. Loving death. I don't know. Curse anyway. of the Jade Scorpion from 2001. I've, I've, Oh God! Jokes on me! I've actually never heard of this movie. I don't think what? I've heard this. I don't think I've heard of this movie. Wow! Heard of this movie? Okay. Have I heard? Maybe is I it, heard the title, but I couldn't tell you who made it or what it's about. I'm is sure it it's Ano, or is it Ah Yes? I don't think it's. Ano. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Ah No. It's gonna go. Ah No. I'm gonna go with Ah So you think it is Ah No? No, no, no. Why is it out to be so confusing? Um, no, why not, did I, I make this game so complicated? I don't I don't think it's Anno. 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 So, so both of you said no, that you don't think it's Anno. It's, it's, no. it's not Anno. We're not saying Anno. We are saying Anno. Anno. Uh, it is not Anno. Okay. Ah! Yes. Who, Nailed it. Can you guess who would have directed Curse of the Jade Scorpion from 2001? Quentin Tarantino. Just kidding. Uh, I don't know. I have no I mean, it, I wouldn't put it past him. Like, I mean, that, that does sound like something he might have done. He, he would have spelled Scorpion wrong. Right. Yeah, but, it also, <laughs> but it, also, it also sounds really schlocky. So it probably has nothing to do with Scorpions. Like it has, it's got, it's like a jewel or something. Like they're, they're like a Coyne. treasure hunt movie. It is a Woody Allen film. Oh, come on. Oh, come that on. makes sense, actually, now that I think about it. It was Woody Allen's most expensive film to date because, I mean, he's still alive. So, how is the actual godforsaken doodah did I not know what this film was? I am. That's why I was like, you, you wow. of all people, I would have imagined had seen this movie. I have not um, seen Basically, it. it was Woody I'm Allen's seen. take on the Pink Panther movies. Uh, oh, I'd probably love it then because I love yeah. the movies. It's, uh, it's, 
<laughs> so uh, I, I won't say about oh, the quality because I haven't actually Porsche. seen it, but but it is it is Porsche. when I read the synopsis, it was like, oh yeah, this is just this is just the the Peter Sellers Pink Panther movies, yes. but with Woody Allen instead. Woody Allen <laughs> directing uh, the Pink Panther, yes, yes, Pink Which yeah. is funny because ah. Peter Sellers and Woody Allen both played the same character in a movie. Just as a side note, yeah. do you guys know what movie what character they both played in a, in the same movie? Ah. I don't remember this. I know this trivia fact, but I can't remember what the answer is. I can't remember. They both play. Oh, Michael, do you want to try to answer? I, I, was I, just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't ever watch Woody Allen movies, so I don't know. They both played James Bond in the original, original Casino Royale. Oh, well. Yep. yep. Which I've seen. <laughs> Gosh darn it. My brain. Uh, so. We got to move these streams off of Sunday nights. <laughs> I'm playing. That's not why. It's because it's. This is not a Sunday problem. This is a my brain problem. I promise you. All so, right. all right. Moving on to the next movie from yeah. 2016 it is a movie called Never mind. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That it was 2016. It's a movie called Salt and Fire. Salt and fire. Salt, Salt and, and fire. Fire. I, so I we had we had Love and Pop earlier was an Ano film. So Salt and Fire. This is this is not an Ano film. This is not an Ano film. This you know would have been like his first film after uh, Shin, because he would have filmed Shin ahead of time and then 2016. No, because Shin was mostly filmed in 15. Right. Is that right? announced in 14 mm -hmm. okay yeah i don't think this is him i'm a this, this that just doesn't seem that just doesn't sound like an auto title so i'm gonna go with no. we we just had a movie called love and pop it's well, how is salt and fire different than love and pop because it sounds like love and thunder <laughs> it's salt and fire uh so you're both saying no no it's no. not no okay you are correct. This is a Werner Herzog film. Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Love Werner Herzog. I went to see the baby. The baby. The baby. Yes. Werner Herzog. This is how he talks into the mic. He's yeah. very intense. Yeah. I went to, I went to, I went to see. I must I see the I baby. I must see the baby. He <laughs> sure. is my Probably uh, the best part of the first season of Mandalorian. <laughs> Anything Werner Herzog, dear God, listen to me try to talk. Um, Werner Herzog is the best part of anything that he's in. Like, let's just, be, yeah, let's just, yeah, he, he really is. And he's a great filmmaker, too. Uh, this movie is about a scientist blames the head of a large company for an ecological disaster in South America. But when a volcano begins to show signs of erupting, they must unite to avoid a disaster. Herzog. <laughs> Herzog. Yep, yep, yep. Herzog. Yep. Yep. Hello, Vanna. All right. Um, Danny, uh, as as the resident anime expert of the two of you guys, because I know Michael is absolutely not an anime expert. I'll take that, but you're going to have to throw an asterisk on that for me. I'm sorry. Let's, all right, go for it. There's a there's right. at least one or two of these that you might get. <laughs> uh, 
because we know that Anno has done a few animes. So at least at least two that come to mind. Uh, three that come to mind. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. won't name them because they might be in this in this list. He, so yeah, even Neon Jellion. Neon Peter and Peanut Butter and Jellion. Neon Peanut Butter. All right. From 2009, the movie Summer Wars. Ooh, Summer Wars. I Summer Wars. Um I don't think Oh no, I'm second guessing myself because I'm <laughs> I'm familiar with Summer Wars, but I'm and my instinct is that Anno didn't work on that. But I'm starting to doubt myself. I wonder if he did. I don't remember. I'm gonna say I've I'm never seen say, Summer gonna, Wars, but I've been. Eating. I'm gonna go on. A, I'm gonna go on a limb, and I think you're trying to dupe us. So I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say that one's also on no. So, so it's not Anno. It's ah uh, no. No, so not Anno. no. He did not, not work on that. You work on Summer Wars? I oh no, who did? I feel like it isn't. I can tell you. <laughs> I feel like okay. I'm sure you can, Mr. Alexander. <laughs> um, damn it, Travis. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Um, I am fully prepared to be wrong, and if I am wrong, I have to know who did it because I'm gonna hit myself in the head when you tell me because <laughs> I should know this. All right. It is not Anno. And I will say that all of these films are directed films. Are, are dire let, yeah. me, let, me, let me rephrase that because I don't want it to come back and bite me in the butt later. These are all things that oh. these people have directed. So we're not talking about... Because Anno has worked as an animator on some things and, and mm -hmm. stuff. So I, I, I specifically... Yeah, writer. And so I specifically chose things from the directing category. So, yeah, 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 because then that would get really, really bizarre and weird. Um, Summer Wars was done by Mamoru Hosoda, uh, which is the guy Michael would know this movie. He is the one who directed the, the, the actual original director of Digimon the movie. Ah, Digimon the movie. <laughs> which, if anybody knows anything about Summer Wars, he basically re made the Digimon movie just using original IP because he didn't like the way that Digimon the movie came out. There was some studio kind of interference, plus the way that the American cut version was just kind of butchered to death. So he basically remade Digimon the movie. So it actually has a very similar plot line to what from the first half of Digimon the movie, if anybody's seen the American version, is the first half there. Um, but he has also directed the movie Bell, which is his most one of his most recent works that's uh, available gorgeous on film. is gorgeous. It's on okay. HBO Max or Max now. Um, he also directed Wolf Children. He also directed The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, uh, and. Yeah, another great film. So, he, in fact, if you look at his filmography of movies that he's directed, it is just a and just take any pick any of them. It is just a list of masterclass like anime films, like just yes. so so great. The Boy and the Beast is also another one, mm -hmm. great film. Uh, so yeah, just so Mamoru uh, uh, Hosoda. He is a fantastic anime director who has directed a lot of things. But Digimon the movie is the things that American audiences would know him most as. 
All right. This next one is my favorite one, and you will see why in just a second. It is from 1997. Follow me on this one because it's a it's a it's a longer title. Sergeant Kabuki Man Public Service Announcement. <laughs> uh, I, I know what this is. So um, ah, okay. I'll let I'll let, uh, I'll let I want to see what Michael has to say. Because <laughs> I'm not if I if I say it, he'll he'll he saw my reaction. He'll just he'll copy me. I want to know what he's gonna do. Sergeant right. Kabuki Man public service announcement. Is this a no or a yes? He's still <laughs> processing the title is what he's doing. <laughs> uh. It's from 1997. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> Which is Can crazy get... that that was I'm made gonna... in 1997. I'm going to Google the answer. Here and I'm no, you no. are not, sir. No, you, you are, are not. not. I recommend looking it up afterwards, but um, not, not now. <laughs> Sergeant Kabuki Man. Come on. Sergeant Kabuki Man. I'm going to say, (laughs) shoot, I don't know. Yes. So you think you think it's Anno? Sure, sure. Danny, what is your answer? It's not Anno. Come on! It is not Anno. It's not Anno. Do you know who it is? It's the it's the the madman of all madmen, Mister Lloyd Kaufman, and his insanity. It is James Gunn. James Gunn, and what's the third guy's name? What's the third guy's name? Uh, I can't. The other other Sherlock guy. It's 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 Lloyd, and then back then it was James worked with them as a writer, and then the third guy who his name I can't remember. Gosh, but James Gunn is listed as the director of yes, it. Yes, this was his. Uh, this was, was this his first movie or his second movie? I don't uh, well, he he did some TV. Well, this is technically a TV short film, uh, is what yeah, this is listed yeah. as. Um, but I think he had done some actual individual episodes of shows okay. prior to that. So um, yeah, I, I couldn't but, tell you yeah. what, but Sergeant Kabuki, yeah. Sergeant Kabuki, Sergeant Man. Kabuki Man. It is a satire <laughs> film of an old public service film reel. With uh, a a actual like like Sergeant Kabuki Man was a thing that existed prior. Uh, yeah. It was an NYPD war uh, an NYPD public service film warning kids about the dangers of family friendly self love. Oh God! Uh, and James Gunn and the the two you mentioned, uh, Danny. Uh, Kaufman and and the other one that we can't think of. I can't remember uh, his name. Yeah, they they took that film reel and made a satire of it. Yes. Uh, so Sergeant Kabuki Man is probably the second most often recurring character in Troma's catalog after the Toxic Avenger. Uh, yes. He has his, he has his own movie, uh, uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Uh, he was I've in the, fourth- the Toxic Avenger. He was in the fourth Toxic Avenger movie as a secondary character. He's been in a few shorts. He had a YouTube series for a while. Uh, yeah, Sergeant Kabuki Man. I, I just call him Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. Sergeant I just, Kabuki I, Man NYPD. And yeah, that's the name that's of the it. movie, but I just I, I just call yeah. him Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. I have to say the whole name. Uh, mm-hmm. After, once, like, I adore the first Toxic Avenger. Uh, I actually really like the second and third one as well. 
even though they're they're completely whacked. Uh, like I, Troma's hit or miss for me. I don't really like enjoy a lot of their incredibly visceral, gross, like over overtly offensive stuff. Right. It's not for me. Um, yeah, like they're like they're most of their catalog. I will probably never watch. It's just not. It doesn't. I have me. to turn in my nerd card in saying this, but I have never actually watched the Toxic Avenger. You sh- you you're not missing should. much. Oh, uh, okay. It's it's not a great film. But I I mean, like I've seen clips from it. I've I've seen like I know what it is, but oh, it's know, just yeah, like yeah, because yeah, it is. Par, it, it's very much on par with. Um, Ooh. Oh God! What is the um, Danny? What is the name of that movie? I can, I know a line from the movie. It's I can't say it on I can't say it because it's family friendly. <laughs> but the but. But if I call Danny, if I call you a bullcrap artist, what movie is that from? I can't place it. I've heard it. In, <gasps> Come on, I've heard it in multiple movies. Text it to um, me. The Greasy Strangler. The Greasy, greasy Strangler. Oh, oh no, yeah. Okay. No, the Greasy Strangler. Oh, Matt favorite movie. <laughs> yes, the yes. Greasy Strangler. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. I, was trying, I was like, what is oh, that? What is that stupid movie? That's pretty close, honestly. I mean, that I, I sat and watched one night out of morbid curiosity. <laughs> it doesn't no, talk I, to Toxic Avenger like that. That predates that by like quite a few years. Oh, it does. But yeah, it's, yeah. The same, it's the same I would, vein. I, rec- yeah. I would recommend if you love a good B movie, like a ridiculous B movie that no, that it's not trying to be like so bad it's good, but it just it, it knows what it is. So it's enjoyable. And it's completely ridiculous and really fun. That first Toxic Avenger movie is worth. I mean, watching. you're talking to a guy who loves uh, the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes franchise. And okay, Toxie's up your Gremlins alley. Two is my favorite Gremlins Toxie? movie. Yes, it has so. Toxie, endearing... Toxie's up your alley. Toxie's uh, it has it has an endearing nickname. Yes, yes, Toxie. Um, the first the first superhero from New Jersey. Yes, a superhuman oh. being of uh, a being of superhuman size and strength. Uh, even has his own se- his own theme song. Uh, he's he's yes. rocking. Cam, you Cam, you're from New Jersey. Do you claim the Toxic Avenger is your superhero? <laughs> toxic. Dun, 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 dun. I, I yeah. it's just one of those. It's one of those movies. It's one of those nerd movies that I just I haven't gotten around to actually watching. But like, is in that in yeah. that sphere of like, it's one of those ones I should watch because obviously it's you know something that fits into my my. It's worth brand. <laughs> I, I love the Toxic Avenger. I love the second two. The fourth one's a little uh, a little much for me. It treads too close to the excessive part of trauma. That's just not really yeah. my my thing. But I say all that to say that Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD is in the fourth one. There you go. Yeah. So if, like they're the same people that made Toxie made this. Uh, this class of Newcomb High uh, Poultry Geist. I mean, that's that's the kind of pedigree Poultry Geist. That's the pedigree we're dealing with here. Yeah. Uh, so yes. So uh, we have. That. So it's Danny five, Michael four. Finally, Danny's up by one. We have four more to get through. So we'll we'll try to uh, take these out. Gotta take okay. You gotta take next I gotta, one. Kabuki man, you gotta take me down. <laughs> Uh, just the fact that it was like a parody of a of an old public service film reel uh, about warning kids about self love. Um, I had to change the the wording there. You did. Uh, it was no, not did. listed as self love. Uh, that was me no, because no. family mastication. Yeah. <laughs> um, so from two thousand and five, sugar sugar rune. Is this an ah uh, no or an ah uh, yes? Sugar sugar rune. 
root r-u-n-e r-u-n-e okay uh, rune 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 sugar sugar rune i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with no Ooh. no because i don't i don't know no I, no it's on no no I don't, a part of me kind of wants to say it is. I kind of feel like it might be. So you're going with yes? Uh, I don't know. Oh, no. I don't I don't have a clue. I've never heard of this before. I don't know what's happening. Um, sure, he worked on it. Why not? This is yes. It is yeah. a Hideaki Anno. So on. this is this is an anime from 2005. It's a series. Uh, so just like you know, because it's a series, you get multiple directors for episodes. But Hideaki Anno did direct more episodes than anyone else, and nearly did nearly the entire series. Like it is, it, he was he was like there's like five episodes out of fifty that that he didn't do. So. Kind of like what uh, Hayao Miyazaki did with the first loop on the third series. Where right. they brought him in, like, I don't know, a dozen episodes in. And they were like, actually, it turns out this guy's a genius. Let's let him do mm -hmm. the whole thing. And yeah. the reason that, and the only reason that we know Lupin as we do now is, is because, because Miyazaki, Miyazaki came in yep. and fixed him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So this is one of many, actually, uh, anime series that Anno did. Because Anno actually did quite a few anime series. Not just uh, even evangelical, uh, evangelical cats. Evangelical robots. Even evangelical robots do evangelical things. Except for they, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so moving on. Now this one's this one's a this one's going to be an easy one, I think. But uh, Gamera, nineteen ninety nine, from nineteen ninety nine. Yes. No. Was this an Ano? Did Hideaki Ano direct a? Direct Gamera 1999. Oh. That's the question. This is a trick question. That's the question. Oh, no. This is a trick question. He did. It was a Hideaki Anno. It was not a Gamera film. It was a documentary about the making of Gamera 3. I thought he worked. Did he not work on that? Yeah, I said yeah. It was. It oh, was I thought, oh, I thought you said he didn't work on it. Okay, I he was going to say because oh. I for, for my brain automatically defaulted to Revenge of Iris, and I was like, no, he's talking about the other thing. Okay, nice try. Yeah, this was the documentary about yes Revenge of Iris about the making of it, so, and that was directed by Hideaki Anno. So yes, that is an Anno. All right. Okay. Did Michael? Michael, did you get that? I got yes. Yeah, he <laughs> said yes. Okay, I thought you did. Okay. So, so uh, Kim points all around. Kim yes. is Kim is helping me keep track of the points. Five to seven. Five, five to seven. seven. Five. So seven. you got to you got to pull ahead, Michael. Come on, there's, there's only there's two, two questions left. There's two left. You could tie me. And if, as long as y'all are answering the same question, the same answers, it's not going to really do you any good. <laughs> you got to be got to be some differences. Okay, from 2017. The year after Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. 2017. I don't know. The Space Between. The Space Between. Uh. That wasn't Anno. 
I don't think that was Ono. Did he? I I'm struggling to think of how many things he did between the Shin stuff and uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. I'm trying to remember what he even worked on during that time specifically. Could have been an anime series in between there that he he worked on. I just don't remember what that didn't get actually released in the United States. Oh no! I mean, I mean, a lot of that stuff just doesn't come to the United States. Yeah, uh, like there's a lot of anime. Like, like the amount of anime that we see, as much as it is, it's oh, like it's, it's it gets really in Japan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a fraction. Uh, what's the title again? The space between. Space between. I'm gonna go with no. I don't. I don't know. Sounds like a Coldplay song. Doesn't sound like. <laughs> 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 everything uh, was yellow <laughs> or like a really like like a like an 80s love power ballad like or um yeah i don't mm-hmm. know i want you to know me <laughs> the space between yeah um i'm gonna go with no and I'm, I'm 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 prepared to be wrong but i'm gonna go with no you both are correct it okay. is not Hideakiano, wanna 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 take a guess. This is themed to to you guys and your podcasts. Uh, you want to take a guess on who directed this movie? Uh, Heim Saban. Heim Saban. Heim Saban. He did he did do a movie in 2017, if I recall correctly. Uh, not too far off, Danny. Uh... I, I'm on the right track. I, I can't. If I answer it, I promise you it would be because I guessed and not because I knew. I'm Saban. Pardon me. Thing to your to podcast. Right. It's, you're talking about. I don't know. Who did it? Amy Jo Johnson. Oh. This was Amy Jo Johnson's directorial debut. You know, she has talked about, you know, she is wanting to do more directing work, and this was her first film. That's and she was the star of it, too. That's well, awesome. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I didn't know the name of her first film. Now I, I'm going to have to watch it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Now, the next one is going to be a controversial one. No. Close. One more time. Shin Ultraman from 2022. Not Hideaki Anno. No, that's not Anno. It's not Anno? But wait, the the whole thing, like Shin Heroes Universe thing is all Anno's stuff, right? Yeah, Michael. Why don't, maybe Sh- I'm wrong, Michael. Because Anno was an advisor on the film. He didn't actually direct the film. He was more than an advisor. But did he direct it or co-direct it? I might be wrong. You never know. Do do I do I count co-directors in this, <laughs> or not? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, or ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so both of you said no, right? Or, or Michael, what are you what are you gonna say? Or maybe I don't know. What's Michael gonna say? I'm gonna know. I'm gonna lose anyway. Yes, screw it. You count you <laughs> count co-directors because that's just what you do. Maybe he no, got no, he was not even a co-director on no, the he film. Was not. He was he, a writer. 
It was a sol- solely um, a Shinji Higuchi joint for directing. Yeah, for directing, one. and I think I'm that done. Higuchi does not get enough credit for that movie. No, he doesn't. He did beautifully on that film. Um, and seeing yeah. Ano's work without Higuchi recently, Shin Kamen Rider, I think that uh, Higuchi might need more credit for a lot of the things that Ano gets more credit for. Mm. Because uh, when he doesn't have Higuchi there working with him, I don't think it's as strong. <laughs> So. little spoiler for the uh, non-spoiler review of Shin Kamen Rider, I see. Mm-hmm. I still like it. Opinion. I want a, I want a double or I want a triple or nothing question. No. All right, right, let me let me find something. Okay. No, no, no. I think I think we're good here. I think I won and I think that was <laughs> I want for triple a points. triple or nothing question. Well, even okay, even if we did well, no, that's triple or nothing. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I want no. I want a quadruple or nothing no, question. No, triple. So you can at least tie me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's oh. here is one. Hold on. Is let it, me. If you win, it has an asterisk on it. Hamilton. Remember when Babe Ruth's uh, baseball record got broken for home runs, and they had to throw an asterisk on it? Why? Because he was juiced. Is that what? The, is that the reason why? No, no. It's because it was um, the 1961 um, season. This is the only sports trivia I know, by the way. The 1961 baseball season was extended by an extra, I don't know, five days a week, something like that. And so, since the record was technically uh, 59 out of the 60 that hit, that Babe Ruth hit, Roger Maris was not mm-hmm. allowed to uh, claim the 61. Uh, home run record without a uh, with title without an asterisk at the end. He technically beat it, but it took him an extra week to do it. Mm-hmm. But he still did it. Sports, sports, sports. ball, and that is the only right. sports ball you will uh, you will hear out of me during this whole thing. Triple or okay. nothing. Okay, triple or nothing. Here is the question from 1989. Poco, call it love. Poco yes. colon Colin call it love. Yes, he did it. Yes, he did it. He did the thing. Yes. That is a thing that he did. Did the thing. Yes. That is a thing. He did that thing. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. He did that thing. And so you're both saying it is Hideakiano? Absolutely. Yes. There's no way it's not. It is not Hideakiano. <laughs> it is a music video. Coco being the band. Call it love being the name of the album or the video, the song that they were doing. Um. Venture to guess who directed that music video. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau. I don't know. <laughs> um, Someone who did a lot of music videos before venturing over into actual films. Oh. Uh, Take away Tootie. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, I no, have no Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer. Wow. Vern Michael Bay. What? Wow. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Michael Bay used to direct music videos before he directed The Rock, which was like his first big budget film. Um, And so he did. He did Poco, Call It Love, Richard Marks and Angelia. Poco the band. Poco the band Poco. Yeah, I said it was the band. I, well, I didn't, but I I heard Poco colon call. I don't. I didn't know. It sounded like a weird Japanese title of something. I got. I've been had my horns. It was swoggled. triple or nothing, and you both 
lost. So it's so still zero to zero. No, I still won. That's how that's, no, that's, that's how triple or nothing works. You bet no, it all. No, no, no. I won and it's zero to zero with an asterisk. It's zero to zero with an asterisk. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but yes, he did a bunch of including Donny Osmond, a Donny Osmond music video. Now, uh, now you can't convince me that Hideaki Ano did not direct Donny Osmond. Yeah, I know, right? Video. I could have gone with that one. He directed uh, the human. I could yeah. have also done Faster Pussycat, which was a band, uh, House of Pain. Mm. Nice reference uh, to Island of Lost Souls. Uh, the, he actually did quite a few um, Donny Osmond music videos. Um, he also directed a video for Playboy. Um, and yeah. <laughs> no, no, the music no. video for play that funky music louie louie sticks Ooh, he did some for sticks Ooh, baby. young mc turner he did a bunch of them. he did a bunch of them but then he switched over to started doing big budget movies and that is where uh most people know i'm from but that is michael bay so it was zero to zero if y'all would have played it smart one of you would have went with something other than what the other one said so that you both didn't end up with zero. I just wanted to know who directed that Poco video, man. That's, that's all. It wasn't about the points for me. It was about the knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge was my treasure. We're all, we're both losers now, Danny. I drug you into the pit with me. And yes. that was the goal. You sunk yes. my battleship. That's what you did. <laughs> You're you both losers, and that's all. That is the takeaway for this episode. And so thank we're you, going guys. to Love thank it. you for coming back, Robert. Right at the very end, we were just about to close out the episode. <laughs> hey, Robert. Uh, we get, you can we always do, go uh, back. We could do mailbag. Uh, we don't have no. any mailbag. No, no mailbag. mailbag. No right. mailbag. People need no to send our questions. The no mailbag music hurts me. Send us send, well, well. I'll play it out like I did last okay, week. Good, we'll, good. we'll we'll play us out. The with that. Today. There we go. Yes. Um. But so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, Michael, do you want to start off giving your plugs and everything? Right. Uh. So for all things. Uh, ramen and tokusatsu kaijuramedia.com of course uh, issue number nine we talked about at the top of the show it's going to be coming very very soon so if you pre-ordered that your copy will be coming uh, if you are interested in a copy please um, purchase one uh, when they are supplies are limited supplies are limited so please so purchase one keep. right so do that also, if you're interested in Power Rangers, we just recorded our episode on O Ranger, um, and it's gonna be fa it's gonna be out sometime next week, hopefully. I don't remember um, a Power Ranger series called O Ranger. And Travis was Power never them again. Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers and Super Sentai. Uh, Bye. <laughs> oh, he's the middle of the sandwich now. What's up? Yay! Oh, oh Travis sandwich. Mm, mm, uh, uh, let's not. Uh, let's not say we did. Let's not say we did. I am the cream in the Oreo, the Oreo. that is Kaiju Ramen yes. or Kaiju Weekly right now. <laughs> uh, the power trip. Hurry up, Michael. Call, 
the Power Trip Podcast for all Power Rangers and Super Sentai. So proclaimeth the cream. Hurry. <laughs> so proclaimeth the cream. <laughs> all oh, right, the Danny. Cream, the, cream does rise to, the cream does rise to the top. That's for sure. Yes. Okay. Are you calling me a top? Anyway, I'm with the Godzilla. <laughs> okay. <novelization> <laughs> Okay. Wow, that, that you you, you get on. I was the one fussing about wow. family friendly, and then I'm the one that. I'm, yes, I know. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it family friendly by saying mastication instead of what I really wanted to say. <laughs> All right, Danny. Uh, you want to Godzilla Novelization Project dot com, Godzilla Novelization Project to Twitter, Godzilla Novelization Project to Facebook. Okay, for real. Um, I've mentioned it a thousand times on this show, but if the idea of reading the Godzilla movies as full prose novels sounds like your jam, that's what I do. I've been writing fan novelizations of the Godzilla films. Uh, if you want to read them and the short stories and all the timeline stuff that goes along with it, head to Godzilla Novelization Project.com. If you want to follow along on social media, go to your social media platform of choice and type in Godzilla Novelization Project and you'll find it. Uh, and by that, I mean just Twitter and Facebook, because those are the only ones I got. Sorry. Uh, I have a Patreon. If you really like what I write and you want to support me financially and help me get some alternate revenue streams going in my life um, in this economy, uh, then <laughs> then uh, definitely head to Patreon and check out the tiers. There's an exclusive podcast I host that's only there. It's neat. Uh, I also write and do a <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I also do, I write and do a lot of crazy kooky stuff at Kaiju Ramen. I'm on the website. I've written for the magazine. I've edited for the magazine. I'm here on this show a lot. I've been on so many podcasts, it's crazy. I just like to talk about this stuff and uh, beat beat the squeaky hammer on occasion. And so I'm, gl I'm glad I brought the squeaky hammer back, even if nobody else is. Mastication. There, well, we need to send Kabuki Man your way. If, no, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, I, and, I've seen his movie. <laughs> and if you would like to, if you would like to become an official stalker of Danny's, his address is. No. no. <laughs> I am uh, accepting. I am accepting applicants, but I am very picky. Bye, Michael. Um, <laughs> oh, he's knocking at my door right now. Oh dear. <laughs> now Michael is the cream in the in the uh, yes. Oreo sandwich. I'm on. <laughs> I'm Michael. Oh, God, my <laughs> oh, my knees hurt. Oh, it's hard to uh, scream. Anyway, anyway. I'm, out of, I'm out of things to put. One thing I will add to the end of that is I am currently cooking up a brand new short story for the GNP. I'm not sure when it'll be done, but it's brand. It's new. It's brand new. I'm excited about it. I don't know when the heck brand it's going to be out. I'm going to try to get it out before G-Fest. That's all I'm going to say for now. And uh, th there is one other thing I'm doing, but it's top secret. and I can't talk about it. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to drop that here and I'm not going to say anything else, but there's something top secret coming up. That's all I'm going to say. If I told you and you knew you'd already be dead. If you would like Danny's address to where you can come visit him, message me directly <laughs> all right. at Facebook. So, so, uh, Unfriended. I, need to, I still need to give my plugs and you guys won't shut up long enough for me to give my plugs. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you'd like to slash Michael's tires, his, <laughs> he he works at uh he works from home. Here's his address. 
Uh, it's a skill uh, his spiral building Godzilla. Um, if you want to find out anything that Kaiju Ramen is doing, check out kaijuramenmedia.com. Like Michael said, uh, issue nine of the magazine is out, and so you can go pick it up. Issue 10 is going to be coming soon, so you can stay tuned for that. We're still, like I said, in the works, uh, working on a subscription service, possibly through Patreon. Let us know what you think about that. Make sure to send that over your opinions, uh, either in the in the in the uh, comment section of this video or send it uh, kaiju ramen underscore uh, kaiju underscore ramen on Twitter. That is that is our Twitter. Uh, and don't follow me on Twitter because my th my account is now uh, blocked or not blocked, but um, what do you call it? Uh, the, suspended? the suspended. Suspended. I'm suspended on on Twitter for no reason. So Twitter jail. My personal Twitter. Are, are the the company Twitter is still available? The kaiju underscore ramen. Uh, also, yes, make sure. Subscribe to this channel because this is where we're going to be posting new videos, new games, new things. We've got a lot of things in the works that I really want to try to get out to y'all. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't. Uh, make sure to follow us and you know keep an eye out for all the wonderful kaiju content that we're still producing. And with that, I think we can say help control the giant monster population. Have your damagens spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everyone. Just when Elon Musk was doing a good job, they can't. They they deleted your account. Bye, everybody. <laughs> and on that. Hello, Michael.